What's going on, everybody? John Pepper here with James Grandi. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast and live stream here, recording for Wednesday's early five game slate. James, you and I will be live at 5 p.m. Eastern to break down the main slate, but we have some day baseball here on Wednesday, five games to get to, so we figure why not cover it, break it down for everybody who wants to get some early action in. Yeah, should be an interesting little early slate on tap. Um, no course field that saved for the main course uh this is a little appetizer um but some good pitching i would say for a, just a small slate at least at the top two of the better pitchers in the league this year right. um decent mid-tier uh mainly brandon Bielak because he's a goat but uh interesting little five game slate we have on tap let's see what we got in vegas we are recording here uh, a little early Implied, I'm, in, I'm on the implied runs here first, so that's where I'll just stay. Sure. Uh, seven implied runs in Minnesota, San Francisco. Uh, obviously, Joe Ryan, you know, spearheading that. Uh, nine and a half in Milwaukee, Houston. Uh, Adrian Hauser versus Brandon Belak in that one. Eight and a half in Michael Kopech versus Cal Quantrill. That's the White Sox and uh, Cleveland Guardians. Eight and, a half, eight and a half implied runs in Arizona and Philly, and nine implied runs in Texas versus Pittsburgh. Two of the biggest money line favorites are in those spots as well. Um, Martin Perez and the Rangers, minus 130 on the road. Cal Quantrill, minus 145 at home. Zach Gallen is actually even money. That's mm-hmm. just, I guess, respect to Philly at home more than anything. Uh, Joe Ryan, biggest favorite on the board, minus 160 against San Francisco. So, All right, well, let's get into it. You mentioned Joe Ryan's biggest favorite on the board. He has been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball this season. Uh, 225 ERA, 6-1, 66 strikeouts on the year. Uh, really doesn't matter the competition. He's pitched well against everybody, you know, Yankees, Angels, Cubs, Cleveland, White Sox, most recent starts, uh, you know, nine strikeouts, ten strikeouts, uh, you know, really just giving you the fantasy production that you need from an ace. Uh, on a small slate, we tend to see some crazy high roster ship percentages. So I got to ask you, do you think more people go Joe Ryan or do you think more people go Zach Gallen? The two pitchers up over 10K, no other starting pitchers over 9K on this slate. I'd assume they gravitate towards Joe Ryan. Um, considering Gallen got absolutely shellacked his last time he stepped on the mound. Not that that correlates with like anything going forward, but you know, Joe Ryan hasn't had that blow up once this year. So sure. I would say, Ryan, you also could see a scenario where you're just paying up because for both. Because after that, the double spend gives you almost 3,600 to play. So it's tough. Um, but like, you know, Anthony Discofi, 8,600, fine. Um, Martin Perez was very good against Colorado his last time out. But he had had like mediocre performances in the two starts prior. He's fine. You sent me a tweet today, Michael. No one allowing more hard contact than Michael Kopech. The yeah, highest barrel percentage in baseball against goes to Michael Kopech here. Uh, frustratingly enough, you and I played Kansas City uh, against him in his last start. Uh, eight innings, one hit, ten strikeouts. So uh, mistakes are made. Mistakes are hard <laughs> to barrel when you're not making contact. So. Right. Right, maybe that. Uh, in, he is in Cleveland here. I mean, they have been slightly better lately because Jose Ramirez has been, sure. but like ever so slightly. Like that's just only because Jose Ramirez is a, is like back in the lineup that they've been okay. Yeah. 
Uh, your favorite starting pitcher on the site, Brandon Bielak here going up against uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Bielak was able to navigate his way around an early bases loaded situation against Oakland. Uh, finished with nine strikeouts here. Uh, I imagine you will have, and probably the field will have some exposure here to Brandon Bielak given the lack of value on the slate. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the best spot because we talk about it all the time. Milwaukee does have upside against right-handed pitching. Um but be like the strikeouts have been there. And that was kind of my point going into that Oakland start. Like he got lit up in Seattle and you know, it is what it is. 10 hits, 12 base runners total, but six strikeouts against San Francisco, then four strikeouts in five innings against the White Sox. And then we see the upside nine strikeouts. We're getting a lot of ground ball outs to boot for Belak to help him get out of any trouble that he may have faced. Um, in pretty much every outing he's been in so far, eight base runners or more in three straight starts. Um, but Milwaukee is a team that strikes out a lot. So, yeah, I could see myself getting to be like, like, am I over the moon about it? No, uh, he's not facing Oakland anymore. So, um, but I probably have interest because after that, it's like pretty bleak. Like, Johanna Vito has been pretty good at times this year, has been pretty bad at times this year. Um, now he gets a really tough matchup against Texas. Cal Quantrill, I am shocked that he struck out six people in a baseball game and not like over a three game span. Right. Um, that just has to be a he's career still high for him. Runs off this man, though. He's now given up seven on the year nine starts. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not, not because I want to play. I'm just putting no, out, I'm shocked that he had so many strikeouts. Uh, Adrian Hauser is coming off a very good start, he is a pretty good pitcher overall. But now he has to face Houston. I don't love that. Um, and he's not really missing bats to start the year. So, And the Ranger Suarez, he's been terrible in his two outings. Terrible in his two yeah. outings. So, like, yeah, we stacked Cubs against him the other day. Paid off pretty um, So, I don't know. Like, it's Belak in the mid-tier. I could see getting to Kopech. I could see getting to Mike uh, – Martin Perez. Uh, Pittsburgh kids left as well, don't they? They have, you know, uh, yeah, they, we know they have Rodolfo Castro at the very they, least. You know, like, they have Rodolfo for sure. So, like, I could see getting to be like just because the lack of everything below him. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling about it as well. Uh, catcher position here. Uh, Real Muto, Muto is your top priced catcher at 5K. Uh, and then he dips down a little bit. Jonah Hines been a staple in our lineups. He's 41. Yasmani Grandal is $3,900. Uh, Wilson Contre- William Contreras didn't play today, so good chance he'll be in the lineup here uh, on Wednesday. That's definitely something to pay attention to with this early slate. Again, we don't have official lineups out right now as we're giving our recording. Uh, some of these guys may have the early slate off because they've been playing. Uh, so you could see some backup catchers uh, finding their way into lineups here. So uh, just specul- speculation, uh, we just go back down to Gabriel Moreno at $2,400. Doesn't really make any sense that he's this cheap. He's twenty four hundred bucks against a lefty. That's like the plug and play value catcher for me. Yeah, he's been great against left handed pitching too. Like that's been where he has had the most success. He's hitting four oh four this year against left handed pitching. Uh, four twenty five woba. Like that's what what more do you need against a yeah. guy who's struggling? Like I think Ranger Suarez is a better pitcher than how he's fared, but that hasn't been the case. So why should we? Why shouldn't we capitalize? I would take a look at um, Pittsburgh's Jason DeLay, who is like a backup catcher, um, but hitting 317 on the year, seven versus 
Seven for his first 16 against left-handed pitching. So if you're not playing for whatever reason, if you're not playing um, Gabriel Moreno at 2,400, I don't hate Jason DeLay at 2,900. But like other than those two guys, that's really it. I'm with you. There's not there's not a lot here for sure. Uh, first base position then. Uh, Christian Walker is your top price first base and forty four hundred dollars again. Just some of these smaller slates, and he's drawing a lefty. So yeah, like plug, plug and play, plug and play, core play for us here. A lot of power against left handed pitching for for Christian Walker. Here. Six home runs. Six home runs already against lefties. This year. Yeah, he's not even that expensive. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe at 42, Roddy Telez at 4K, and more guys that we often find ourselves throwing into our lineups here. So I'm sure we'll have some uh, exposure. Kirilov against Desclafani's $3,500. I know he's your boy um, at times this year. So uh, some decent mid-tier options. Where's uh, where did I pass on? There's Naylor. Naylor against Kopech. Any interest? Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, lefties against Michael Kopech haven't been the ones with – really any success it's been the right-handed bats but we know josh naylor is a powerful dude six home runs already against right-handed pitching this year so sure i I think all those guys you mentioned by the way nathaniel lowe great spot uh ovito struggles against lefties rowdy telez lefties hitting 355 against belak we know belak has just been getting people on base and then getting out of trouble that's really what he's done so uh i like all those guys you mentioned including Kirilov, including naylor yeah. Uh, second base position here. Estrada is your top guy at 6K, but probably the hardest matchup on the board. Uh, Altuve still a little slow to get going with $5,900 against Adrian Hauser here. Uh, Simeon better splits against righties at 5,800 against Oviato. Marte better against lefties against Suarez at 49. Uh, there's your top four second baseman. Yeah, it's probably Cattell Marte for me, who has hit lefties quite well for years and years. And obviously, we're not getting that. Cattell Marte of like a few years ago where he may or may not have been on steroids. I, I, I have no idea how he hit so many home runs. Remains to be seen. Um, but he's hitting 286 with a 380 Boba against Southpaws this year. We've already mentioned it. We're three positions in. We have three Diamondbacks that we love. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, um, Ranger Suarez has been that bad. So it's, it's Marte for me. I like the matchup for, like I like the raise on the mound for Simeon. I don't love the matchup. Uh, Oviedo has been good against right-handed bats, 230 average allowed, 287 for lefties. So um, I'm more inclined to get to lefty bats for Texas than I am righties. But you are right. Like Marcus Simmons hitting 312 with seven home runs, 33 ribbies, and 393 average, or 393 Boba, excuse me, against righties. Like he does all of his damage. So like, could he in theory come through? Absolutely. Uh, He's in one of those stretches too where he's truthfully – He's been really good for most of the year. Um, to Marcus Simeon's credit, he's not seemingly like the forty home run guy that he's yeah. threat. He's had a really, he's had a really good May. Really he has had May. a very good month. So, um, yeah, I could see myself getting Simeon, but I think Marte takes the cake a little bit okay. more for me. Uh, down here, a little bit more. Again, it depends on who isn't in out of the lineup. But we do have Rodolfo Castro, second base shortstop, eligible, three K. Uh, yep. Power numbers against lefties still very present, so that's where we tend to find ourselves. Uh, we don't often find like Pittsburgh on our slates because they play at like six forty. Yeah, it's annoying. So, um, you know, when we do get a chance to play him and in this lefty split here, Castro makes a lot of sense. 
We don't miss the opportunity to not play Rodolfo Castro here. Yeah. We do not miss that opportunity. Uh, this year against left-handed pitching, John, would it be surprising if I told you Rodolfo Castro has five home runs? Yeah. If he was hitting 326 and if he had a 468 Woba, would that would any of that surprise you? How about a 717 slug? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well, yeah, he is an absolute dead red lefty masher. So. Um, yeah, big, big fans of Rodolfo Castro. They're getting him at 3K. Dual positional eligibility on a short slate is also a very nice to have. Uh, Owen Miller, 2,600 against Belak. I know uh, not the right splits for him, righty-righty, but still doable. Um, Terang on the opposite side of that, 2,300 lefty-righty matchup for him. Yep. yep. Not too bad. Anybody else that I'm missing here? Um, Ed, Eduardo, Edward Julian, if he's makes lineup and hits in the middle of it again for Minnesota, I could yeah. see him after getting there. Uh, lefties like this Vani not allowing really much of anything this year, but righty's hitting 184, lefty's hitting 276. So, yep. All right, third base position here. Uh, Jose Ramirez is your top priced third baseman, Josh Jung, Alex Bregman, Josh Rojas, Yohan Moncada. I mean, Ramirez always makes sense. Again, not yeah. my favorite player. I almost say this every slate. I almost never play. Just, yeah. I just don't do it. I think he's overpriced. I know the talent's there, but it, it just doesn't feel like I ever get it right for DFS. Um, and then I might go Yohan Mankata as like my next guy here. Okay. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but that's where I'm at at the top of the third base position. I do agree. Lefties have given Cal Quantrill issues. There's a lot of regression coming for Cal Quantrill. Um, we've said that for a couple slates, and it hasn't come to fruition. Um, but like... Every pitcher runs into when they are unlucky or they're getting lucky, like that is going to turn if they're just not a good pitcher. Cal Quantrill doesn't miss bats. His BABIP is too low. His XFIP is too high. Like nothing suggests that he's going to continue to be good. Uh, I could definitely get to Mankata. I like it. I also think like there's clear cut value below him. Uh, but I do 4,300. White Sox could be sneaky here. Um, They've been a little better lately. A little. Um, they also have Clint Frazier, Clint Frazier playing now for them, John. So yeah. um, instantly, the you know, the red rocket is going to in, in just, you know, give his redheaded powers to the rest of their lineup. And yeah. uh, they're going to take off from here. Yeah, we'll see if that's uh, how that plays out. <laughs> any, <laughs> any other uh, third baseman on the board for you here? Yeah, both Arizona guys. Emmanuel Rivera, 2,900. I know he's slowed down a lot, but he still hits lefties well. Longoria has actually been pretty good lately, um, especially in the power department. Three home runs in his last 10 games, two in his last five. Uh, I could get to either Arizona guy. Yeah, gets a lefty matchup. So gets a, Yep, gets the lefty matchup. Jake Berger just continues to just mash. Uh, if you want to play, unfortunately, you can't play him and Moncada. Uh, you yeah. can on Fandle. You can't play them here. Um, but if you wanted to pivot off Moncada and get to Jake Berger... Uh, you can play him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I like the, I mean, we've mentioned nine, nine Arizona guys. So seems pretty clear, which should be a positive. With, with two here. positions to go, we've mentioned nine Arizona guys. I, I know. Uh, so it seems pretty clear where our, maybe our favorite stack will be in this one. Yeah. Uh, shortstop position, uh, Seager has come back and been a monster. Oh, uh, he's so good. Uh, so I mean, good. just I he's played so good. five games, one, two, three, five games, two homers. Uh, two doubles. He's got. So I can't even do the quick math here. Eight RBI, something like that. I mean, just Nine. ridiculous. Nine. Nine. Yeah, just yeah. absurd production here for Seager 
And as you mentioned, lefties are doing the damage against Oviato, right? Yep. Lefties are. Uh, the split is he is allowing a 287 average, 830 OPS, 358 Boba to left handed bats. Uh, Kyle or Corey Seager, not Kyle. Kyle is retired. Um, 333 average, 425 Woba against right-handed pitching. So. Yeah. Play uh, Corey I like Seager. It. I like it a lot. Um, Pena, I'm in at 47. Sure. Um, can always go Adamas. Again, home against a righty. That's that's the bingo spot. 3,800 yep. bucks. Yeah, and Belak, again, I, I like Belak. He misses bats. He also doesn't miss bats. And yeah. righties and lefties both hitting north of 300 against him. So. Yep. Uh, Ezekiel Duran is a lefty. If you want to go there against him, uh... no, right, no righty, righty. Oh, is he a righty? Yeah, he's oh, a righty. Okay, he's a righty. All right, you're right, right. He's but he, regardless, they're playing both these dudes because he, they're they just can't take him out of the lineup. He's right. been too good to take out of the lineup. Too so good. if you did want to play Texas, he's gonna be Josh Smith is the lefty. You could have seen okay. both of them in your peripheral vision. Could have um, been. Could been. So you maybe Josh Smith. Uh, if you want to play, if you do want to play the lefty split against him, yeah, possibly. Um, was Chris Owings? Chris Owings on this team? Someone there. Uh, that was more of a shout out to Justin Bieber than anything else. All right, all right, outfield. Let's uh let's wrap this puppy up. We'll we'll go through the outfield. We'll we'll make a couple lineups. You know, we got a couple minutes to go here. Um, Jordan is your top guy, sixty three. Bryce Harper, sixty two. Buxton is sixty one. Three guys over six k. How are you ranking them for us, sir? Um, I would rank them Jordan, Buxton, Harper. Um, but like space from like Jordan, space, 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 and then the other two. Because okay. they just kind of the when you when you get Jordan in this groove, like it's just something special. Like he's one of the three best hitters in baseball, you know. So yeah. Um I, I would Did say Jordan MVP last year. Who won the MVP last year? Only the guy who hit 62 home runs. Nobody. Oh, right, Aaron Judge. Right, right, right. That guy. That, that, right, right. that, yeah, that guy. Jordan should be in the conversation. He's, he's, he was. He's, no, I think he finished. I believe he did finish second to yeah. your point. Um, You know, you were just excluding like the guy who hit 62 I home runs. I, okay. I on the guy that didn't show up in the playoffs for some reason. That was my. Oh, point. that's, that's, that was, cool. yeah, that was my. I mean, great. Hey, listen, great regular season number. You know, glad to have it. Uh, Jordan was not an MVP finalist last year. He was two years ago. Two years ago, okay. Uh, MVP finalist there. Uh, wait, no, he was third. Second, third last year, yeah. right? Third. Yeah, Otani came in second. Right, uh, Otani. Yeah, yeah, that was the argument. Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now it's just going to be: is Otani first or second? Pretty much every year of his. Yeah, I mean, right? he's an elite pitcher that's going to hit thirty and twenty. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so I agree. That's fine. Uh, Harper can't go that against Gallon. Buxton, Tui. I mean, why is Buxton over 6K? Why do I, why do I miss I it? mean, this is like the short slate bump, right? Like, sure. Dyro Estrada was 6K, and not that I don't think Dyro Estrada is good, but like 6K, he's also been bad lately. I, that's just like the the short slate yeah. boost. Uh, Brian Reynolds, he is better from the left side. He has a, yeah, 244 average against left-handed pitch. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Kyle Tucker, 5,600 bucks against Hauser, probably rings a lot of bells for people. Uh, we always like Corbin Carroll. I mean, the lefties are righties. I don't think it really matters. And we don't think Rangers Wars is going to be long for this game. So, uh, Carroll's probably good there. Uh, Adolis, uh, hits righties better. Uh, Oviedo better against righties themselves. So, depends on your spot. 
Uh, Schwarber, Castellanos, probably no goes there. Uh, I guess we'll see if Yellick keeps hitting tonight, right? If he yep. stays hot, probably finds a spot at 46. Yep, sure does. Probably a good little run here. Yelich, Lewis, Robert, Lourdes, Goriel, uh, all, all pretty strong plays here. Dude, Lourdes Goriel is a psycho lately. Um, I mean, not lately, just like this not year. Really, well, they, didn't, they didn't play him after he had like after four, home four home runs in three games. Yeah. Um, love that. I, I agree on this stretch, by the way. Uh, this whole entire stretch. Uh, I even throw Kutch in there, hitting really good right now. Uh, what is McCutcheon against lefties, too? Uh, McCutcheon against lefties this year, 400 Woba, three home runs. So I'll even throw McCutcheon into that uh, four pack. Uh, dude, I think Luis Robert is a star mm-hmm. here. Um, Cal Quantrill is going to get shelled. I, I, I'm waiting for the day, and it could be this day. Maybe it's not, but like all the numbers suggest Cal Quantrill. One, one of the days. Regression. And if it's not the White Sox, would it surprise me? No. But if it is the White Sox, that also wouldn't surprise me because. They do have like a bunch of powerful guys. Like Mankata obviously added depth to the lineup. Luis Robert has 13 bombs on the year. Cal Quantrill doesn't miss bats and allows 1.2 home runs per nine. His four ERA doesn't pair with a 5-4-3 XFIP. He has a 268 BABIP. Like, dude, there's nothing that Cal Quantrill can do that would suggest that he's like a good pitcher. Like, yes, he pitches to this like decent ERA. 40% fly ball rate, not good. Yeah. Doesn't have an elite ground ball rate. Like, he just gets- doesn't miss bats. Like, he just gets lucky, yeah. dude. Um, maybe based on his name. Maybe because people, maybe people like this dad and gave him some respect, right? And yeah. uh, I'm te- like, one of these days, if it's not this slate, it's the next slate. And if it's not the next slate, we're going to scream. We're, always playing, three ma- we're always playing three maxes, and one of them is always the stack against Cal Contra. So. Correct. Correct. Oh, we're always in there. Maybe one day Eli Jimenez will be able to stay healthier for uh, you know, not his fault this time. Appendicitis, you know. Shout out to shout out to all of us out there that have had no uh, appendix. Yeah. No appendix. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where's your next guy down here, man? Um, I was Connor just Joe? looking up Connor Joe numbers are pretty good against lefties two we we missed uh carlos santana over at first base as well oh it's yeah. actually santana no he's he's healthy um yeah. santana big numbers against lefties this year um connor joe huge numbers against lefties four home runs 333 average 476 woba against left-handed pitching and they bat him in the middle of that lineup so connor yeah. joe for sure um it's probably going to be contrarian we've seen martin perez garner some pretty big ownership lately. Yeah. Um, and he had a two stretch, you know, two game stretch of where he pitched bad, but he was pretty good. I guess like in all the starts around it, yeah. I could see a scenario where Pittsburgh comes in low owned and uh, on a five game slate, we take advantage of that. Andrew Har got outrighted. That's just the story. Dominic Fletcher's a lefty, right? Yeah. Dominic Fletcher's a lefty. Yeah. Yep. And so is Paven Smith who they've let off a couple times lately. It's wild. Wild times, but yeah, Gavin Sheets. There you go, twenty four hundred bucks. Gavin Sheets, twenty four hundred. If you're if you're really down and dirty with the White Sox, like Gavin Sheets is as dirty as it gets for the for all you. And and so is Clint Frazier, by the way, who started for his second straight game. Um, twenty three hundred dollars for the White Sox as well. What do we have uh, left? Anybody? 
Um, you talked jokes a few times. Lately. Yeah, jokes. Yeah, jokes is okay. Um, I don't think there's anything left. I think yeah, not. maybe Tyrone Taylor for some power, but he's hitting sub 200 and is like not playing anywhere. Yeah. Let's uh, let's build a lineup here tonight. Uh, we want Ryan, I imagine, right? Yes. yes. We go Bielak or we double spend. Can we double spend? Like, if is it a feasible thing to do? We're gonna play Moreno, twenty four hundred. Yep. We're gonna play Christian Walker at forty four hundred. Probably gonna play Rodolfo Castro, and by that I mean we're definitely playing Rodolfo Castro, three thousand uh, dollars. Adamus and then Rodolfo. And then Connor Joe, maybe thirty four hundred. Would you like Connor Joe? We don't have to. I, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just trying to see what we where, where our spend downs are here. Uh, sheets. Sheets. Forty five hundred for a thing. That's probably it. Let's. Uh, Emmanuel Rivera twenty. Emmanuel Rivera twenty nine hundred. Okay, let's see. Emmanuel Rivera. All right, now we have eighteen hundred bucks to spend somewhere else. Maybe off Connor Joe? Off 50, Connor Joe? 52? Yeah, sure. Uh, Lourdes, Lourdes, 43. Yeah. And then we could probably even go back we, to uh, 900. Do we, need, do we need to? No, we don't. No, we could stay right there. That's yeah, fine. I think that looks good. Uh, so that's all on up here. Joe Ryan, Zach Gallen, Gabriel Reno, Christian Walker, Adolfo Castro, Emmanuel Rivera, Willie Adamas, Lourdes Goriel. Uh, Gavin Sheets and Lewis Robert is our lineup here for the five-game early slate, kicking off at 12.35 p.m. James and I will be back live at 7, uh, 7 p.m., 5 p.m. Eastern to break down the 7 o'clock slate uh, for everybody there, so make sure you tune in. If you're not yet a member of the Fantasy Slam family, see the scroll down at the bottom, look at the description of YouTube. If you're listening in, you go to fantasyslam.com slash allpro. Promo code MLB50 saves you 50% off the first six months. That's $19.98 a month for the first six months. Uh, and you get access to all of our sports, not just MLB, but NBA, NHL, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. The upcoming NFL season will be here sooner than uh, before you know it. Uh, and you'll have access to the first month and a half now, basically at this point, uh, almost two months of the NFL season included there for $19.98 a month. Plus, seven-day free trial included all that as well. We have a nice premium Discord channel uh, that you had exclusive access to myself, James Grande, Howard Bender, Andrew Cooper, Justin Reeland, Matt Sells, Dan Malin, the whole crew, Justin Fenstermans in there. Uh, you can chat us up, ask your lineup questions, and we'll be there to help you all out. So uh, make sure you check all of that out here uh, at Fantasy Alarm for all the great stuff we have going on. And make sure to download the free Better Sports uh, app on the iTunes and Google Play Store uh, down there for free. Get access to our BetterCast contest, on-demand content there as well. James, any final thoughts for the people at home? No, interesting little five-gamer. Again, we'll be back for the eight-game main slate. Make sure you guys tune in. Turn on that notification bell over on the YouTube. And if you don't already, you know, give it, this video a thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're ever-growing over there. Um, let's just continue to dominate here. Shout-out to Fantasy Alarm. Shout-out to the Better Sports Network. Uh, this has been a wonderful partnership that is going to be long-lived and fruitful. Amen to that. So, all right, guys, we'll be back again 5 o'clock Eastern. We'll catch you all later.